1: Text the programme 8833. You can phone the programme on 0800 150 811. Movember has officially come to a close. It is December 1st, of course. It's a month that has, I think, captured the imagination of New Zealand men over the last couple of decades. A wonderful opportunity to draw awareness to uh, men's issues. One man who has bought into this, and he's done it year in, year out, is former All Black Steve Devine. You'll be aware, Steve does a lot of work here on SENZ. He's just done a calendar uh, where he's got his kit off and increased his popularity amongst women in this country, all in the name of raising money through a fireman's calendar. And he's also just done a 24-hour walk to raise money for Movember. He joins us on the programme. Steve Devine, how are you?
0: I'm very well, thanks. What are yourself?
1: Yeah, how are you coping with the ladies, mate?
0: Yeah, mate, I'm in the same old predicament I'm always in, what I...
1: Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. See, in my situation, they say you can't put back in what God left out, and then there are people like you, Steve, that are just blessed. Oh,
0: (laughs) yeah, I'm not sure blessed is the right word.
1: Hey, uh, Steve, I mean, what is it about Movember? Why do you care so much?
0: Well, I, I just think we need to be better, Um you know, I grew up. I grew up in uh, in Australia. I went to all boys boarding school. Um, I then played rugby after after school, and, and was professional for ten years. and And now I'm joined the fine service, and I'm in a pretty much male dominated um, uh, industry, I guess, um, a career. And I, you know, I'm surrounded by men, and have been for a long time. And it's just, um, we just need to do better. I've too many. Too many friends die of, um, of suicide and uh, mental health problems and uh, too many men not look after themselves. and Too many men that I know um, have curable cancers but do and say nothing and don't go to a doctor until too late and, and have died from that as well. So uh, we, just, we just, you know, particularly in this country and, 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 and a lot of others around the world, we just, we just need to do better as men.
1: Steve, from your time as an All Black and from your time you know back in Australia when you left school... To where you are at life now? Do you think that the barriers are starting to come down? That people are talking more and more about it? That it's not um, that there's not that maybe that level of embarrassment um, associated with having that discussion?
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, um, we are getting better. There's there's no doubt about that. And you know, the, the work that Movember do has um, certainly help help raise some of those issues and, and get us talking about it, but. Yeah, there's, there's certainly there is a long way to go, particularly with that with that older generation. Um, you know, my, my, my father's generation, they they're pretty staunch. Um, you know, they they won't go to a doctor even if they're bleeding. They probably won't go to a doctor. It's just it's just you know what's built into them. But um, you know, and I'm trying to make change, um, particularly through my kids' generation, where you know it's it's okay mm-hmm. um, if you're not alright. Um, it's okay if you need to have a chat to dad or have a chat to someone or a friend and, and, and we all, we all go at some stage, we all, you know, we all have our struggles and we're going to go through some bad times. And, and that's what life is. And, mm. um, you know, it's about having someone to be able to have a yarn to or, or a doctor to have a yarn to. And, and um, it's, it's not that bad. It, it it sounds hard. um, And I, you know, I tell my boys uh, all the time that the hardest thing we'll probably ever do in our life as a male is ask for help and, Um, If if they have no issues doing that when they're younger, then then hopefully they won't have any issues doing it when Mm -hmm. they're a bit older. Um, Possibly, um, you know, actions can be a, a bit worse and consequences can be a bit worse when you're a bit older.
1: Steve you gave up your rugby career because of continued concussion and head knocks uh, something that plagued you for a while after your career and that was well documented you were somebody that came out and spoke about that was that the turning point for you did that highlight just how vulnerable you are and that you're not quite as bulletproof as you once thought you were and that it doesn't take much for uh, life to suddenly go down a a very different path
0: yeah like, like Back then, I was I was on top of the world, you know. I was I was fit and strong, and you, you know. You couldn't be any fitter, and and then um, you know, then one day I, I had a migraine, and the, and then sort of that migraine lasted pretty much for two years, and um, things got got very dark and got very tough, and um, yeah, I, I I did some things that I probably wish if I could travel back in time I could change, and you know, one of those things was was eventually I you know I, I went and had a chat to my doctor and and uh we got some stuff sorted out pretty quickly after that which was you know and you know it was a big lesson for me like mm. if you are going to struggle in life and that is just uh that's pretty much a given um it's going to happen to all of us at some stage uh whether it's been in the past or in the future it's just it's just what happens and it's about um having a few a few options i guess about how to how to get through those tough times and and, and certainly one of them is uh talking to a a professional, you know, medical medical profession, and 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 that's that's just it shouldn't it shouldn't be that difficult. But um, for some reason, we, we we try and make reasons why not to go and see a doctor a lot of the time for for Kiwi men.
1: We all have those times in our lives when we look back and go, they were the best years of my life." And I think for a lot of people, might just be in their twenties where you've got a level of freedom, maybe don't quite have the, but you don't quite have that level of responsibility. I know that when I look back, just training full time as an athlete, you know, I do look back and the freedom and the great times and um, you know the travel and the adrenaline and all the rest of it. And then suddenly things, other things do come along, which which are fulfilling. But I was trying, you know, with my own struggles at times, I was trying to sort of sum up, what is it what is it that I'm struggling with? And I heard a, a former New Zealand cyclist, Rushdie Buchanan, sum it up best when she gave up her cycling career. She was terrified or worried. Is my life is ever going to be as exciting as it just has been? You know, she'd been to Olympic Games, Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Is, is that something that you had to go through is is that is that the issue that faces a lot of sports people whether it be at an amateur level at a sports level when they do have to give it up
0: oh 100 you know it's, it's pretty well documented that any any professional athlete is, is going to struggle after they uh, choose to retire and uh, unfortunately for me I, I was pretty unwell during those uh, two years as well my first two years after footy I was I was, I was very unwell and and also going through that battle, so you know it is it is pretty well documented that those things are going to happen. And um, I, I know I know in rugby now that there's a you know the Rugby Players Association um, have a pretty good grip on on those problems and are you know desperately trying to help players after they finish rugby um, at whatever level to to um, use their um, facilities, I guess, to use to use their programs to to try and get some help because it is. It can be very daunting, and it, it is very daunting. And um, it, it's good that um, I know Rugby Players Association have, you know, certainly helped a lot of a lot of people post rugby to to find out, you know, what they want to do and and how they want to do it. Because yeah. there are some big questions, um, certainly around that space. And you know, you just have to look across every sport across the world. Really, professional athletes, once unfortunately, once they finish their profession, they um, you know, they tend to rely on a lot of the time drugs and alcohol to try and to try and reach those highs of where they were, but can no longer get to. And um, you know, there's pretty much just a recipe for disaster.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, its the most basic level, isn't it, with mental health? It's a chemical imbalance. If you cut your arm, you put a plaster on, um, and it's the equivalent, really, isn't it, when it comes to your mental health? Yet, still, people are reluctant to put a bandage on, put a plaster on, if I can use that uh, terminology.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and you know the figures out this year that November are using that it's, it's sort of it's four to five times better for you to get fit than it is to use um, the best medical prescribed um, drugs for mental health. So you know it's 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 such a big part of the body is is being fit and or trying to get fit, and it gives you so many. Um, you know more chemicals to the brain to to help you and you know get out of those those situations so you know if if there is anyone listening and and they are struggling a little bit with their mental health then um you know we, you know the, the simplest and easiest thing you can do other than go and see your doctor um is you know um start with a walk mm-hmm. if if you if you're unfit start with a, a walk every day and and try and build your way up into something that is that is a
1: is a better level of fitness yeah, and get your mates involved. Give each other a time and a place. I always oh. found that at times. Hey, look. Um,
0: prost- well, it's so much easier, right? It's so much easier to do something with a mate than it is um, doing it by yourself. So, Yeah, hey, um, yeah absolutely.
1: Yeah, look, prostate cancer also a big part of Movember as well. These days, um, there's a lot of, um, you, you know, there, there's a well-formulated template in place. It's just a simple case of booking the appointment and going along and having the check, and it can actually be done through blood tests these days as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So it's just you go to your doctor and um, ask for the blood test for for screening for prostate cancer, and you go to a, you go you go to get a little needle in your arm, and they take some blood, and and you're out of there in five minutes, and and that's pretty much all it that's pretty much all it is. There was always a stigma about a, a rubber glove and a bit of lube, but um, that's that's gone cool these days. It, it literally cannot get any easier. Mm-hmm. And, and again, it's, it's a cancer, it's probably it's the biggest cancer, I think, um, other than testicular cancer of men, killer of men in New Zealand, yet uh, 100% uh, curable if it's detected early.
1: For a long time, the fireman's calendar was part of the, um, well, it was one of those sort of things that a lot of people bought as a Christmas gift. Um, for whatever reason, it sort of disappeared off our shelves. Um, you got together with a group of firemen and said, look, let's do another fireman's calendar. Um, after all sex sells if I, can. <laughs> I say that tongue in cheek uh, Steve but look um, but really just to raise money for Movember um, and it seems to have um, you know there's a niche in the market seems still a very popular product and you guys have raised a lot of money um, was there any sort of um, areas of contention in terms of deciding to go back down that path and doing a calendar where you basically got your shirt off and you know, and it's a, and it's a bunch of good-looking men trying to, I guess, target women.
0: Um. Well, yeah, the boys, the boys. Um. It wasn't it wasn't my idea. I, I was approached by a, by a fireman and said we want to do it properly and and we want to um you know give some money to Movember and, and as soon as I heard that I was like I wasn't in great shape but I was like I'm in and uh, so we had eight weeks and we've um we've all worked crazy hard and um. We've got ourselves, it uh, wasn't a lot of time, but we got ourselves into a position where we had a few photos taken, and yeah, now we've um, put it into a calendar and um, trying to sell them, um, yeah, if all goes well, hopefully we can write a cheque to um, November, sorry, for November for for hopefully around 50 grand. So, you know, it's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big ask, but uh, hopefully hopefully we can get there if we can get a few more sales across the line.
1: Okay, how do people buy the calendar, Steve?
0: um so the best way to do it if you jump online to kiwi firefighters calendar kiwi, Fire,
1: kiwi firefighters calendar.co.nz google it if you yep. can't quite remember it yep
0: and it'll pop up and you can uh, just uh do it all online it's simply easily done and they'll mm. post it out to you and it will be there in uh sort of three to four days and 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 job done um
1: in what month are you mate uh, on March. Mr. March. On March. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Um, it's been good though because mainstream media have actually picked up on this and actually celebrated what you guys have been doing, which has been really, really nice. And, um you know, sometimes a political environment where these things have been sort of looked on with a bit of scorn in recent times.
0: Yeah, listen, there's, 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 it's, it's, a, it's a PC world we live in and, um, you know some people um have well not have the right but some people are maybe be upset by it but generally across the board we've 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 had some pretty good feedback and everyone's generally pretty happy with it um it, it's it's a bit of a it's a bit of a laugh thing as well you know we, no one in the calendar's taken it that serious we haven't although although there's a few boys that are in pretty good nick um, we haven 't had a lot of time we 're not professional bodybuilders mm. or anything like that, but uh mm. we 're just the boys who who all sat down and, and you know a lot of the guys in the in the calendar have had their struggles with um, mental illness um, A few in the calendar have left the job as firefighters because um of of what they of um, trauma they suffered you know during the job going to incidents so um, you know, and those boys—they're on their—they're on their battle back to health as well. So it's been, mate, it's been really, really good. We've—we've we've all worked hard. We've all got fit, and I think we've all realised that there is a there's a real benefit to being fit, and and that's something I found personally uh, myself. You know, I feel a whole lot better about myself, and um, the, the the tough times don't seem to be as tough at the moment because the um, the body and the mind are pretty strong.
1: Okay, Steve. You also did a twenty-four hour walk. Tell us a little yeah. bit about that and how much money yeah. you raised, and and what 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 made you decide you wanted to walk for twenty-four hours.
0: Um, I, I got to I got together with some friends at the gym, and uh, we all decided we want to do something for November and last year. I, I ran a marathon um, without any training, and that almost killed me. And they said, uh, you know, we'd like to do a run, and I was like, no, I'm not running. And so <laughs> we decided we decided to do a walk. And then we, then we, I don't know why, but we just thought 24 hours was, was something that was achievable. And let me tell you, until you do a, a long walk, which i would never really done, uh, it is not that achievable. Um, it was probably one of the toughest things I've ever done. We walked uh, last weekend from down Waitakaruru, which is in the Firth of Thames, um, up to Kawakawa and then across to the Mission Bay. Uh, and it took us exactly twenty-four hours.
1: Yeah, I, um, I, I, I know the road well because I used to ride my bike, and I saw yeah. what you'd stopped and you'd gone up Twilight Hill. We used to ride Twilight regularly, yeah. so it was something that I was very familiar with.
0: Mate, Twilight Hill is a big hill, and also Sandstone Hill. Sandstone Road, yeah, used even, to be
1: used to come at about Sandstone the hundred. Used to come at about the hundred and forty k mark on the Auckland Ironman, which was just when the wheels well, were starting to fall off.
0: Jesus, I didn't even know. Um, that sandstone, road. I don't even know mountains went that long, and that that was just it just went forever. And that was about the probably that was probably about the 70 to 70 70k mark mm. we were into it. And uh, yeah, it was uh, mate, it was brutal. Um, I felt pain in my feet at a, probably about the 20k mark. Um, I'd done a bit of walking, um, but yeah, I just and we, yeah, well, it was it was brutally tough, um, um. We, but we all got to finish, mate. We 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 worked hard. We did it as a team, and um, we we well we all walked the distance. It wasn't like a relay. We all walked, and um, we all went through our ups and downs. But we sort of worked pretty well together and uh, made sure everyone got through. It was um it was it was an awesome experience. Um, I'm not too sure I would be rushing back to go for a hundred k walk uh, anytime soon.
1: And you raised reasonable money for that. And how do people continue to maybe donate to that?
0: Um, yeah, we raised um, just over $8,000 um, and if anyone would like to donate, I think you can jump onto online and look at, um, you can go to my Movember um, page, Steve Devine's Movember page and donate there or um, the other thing we were called the team was called the Mammoth, uh, the Great Mammoth Walk of Movember, there will be a team on the Movember page somewhere that you can donate or... It doesn't have to go to us, mate. You can just um, hit um, donation on a Movember page, and if if you're willing and happy, then then do it that way. We we um, we don't particularly need the credit. It can just go straight to the Movember, if that's easier for anyone. Um, but it was it was a battle, mate. It was it was um, it was a, it was a big walk, and uh, I, I I honestly didn't think walking would be so hard. But it's, um, it's clearly when you do it for that amount of time, it, it has its own challenges with um, blood flow and swelling and those sorts of things and blisters. And um, It was an experience for sure.
1: Well, Steve, uh, look, congratulations, mate. Um, brilliant stuff. Um, you're, a good, you're a good man. You're a good human being. And uh, again, drawing attention to some of the big issues facing men in today's society. And so congratulations. Well done. And thank you for joining us this afternoon.
0: No, worries, mate, and make sure you go and uh, get a checkup soon. eh? remember? You got oh check-up. no, I
1: have. I'm in the system every five years. I had one of the old um things the other day, and yeah, and no, I just had heart check this week as well, mate. So I'm onto it. Yeah, I am onto it. I good can man. genuinely say I am onto it. Yep.
0: Very good man. Cheers, Waldo.
1: There you go. All black. Steve Devine joining us on the program. There, talking about Movember, raising money for testicular cancer, prostate cancer, of course, mental health and suicide prevention as well.